We're live. Can we keep it real podcast? What's going on, everybody? Let me get my mic a little fixed up here. There we go. Can we keep it real podcast? Thank you, everybody, for being part of another great Wednesday edition. Can we keep it real podcast? I want to thank the people that helped make this possible. First off, shout out to r Elite Recruits doing their thing. Information on over 3,000 schools, 30,000 coaches in their network, so definitely check that out. And thank you to Coel Banker. Coastal Homes Mocked Right, a presidential award winner. Give Mock a call today at 401-787-5203. And a big shout-out to Emerson Kilgore over there at 401 Strength and Fitness, someone that knows how to get it done. Division One Syracuse University, Emerson doing his thing over there at 401 Strength and Fitness. Always, always watching, man. We're going into some... Good games this weekend, man. Keep an eye out for Moses Muse, man. As a sophomore, this boy was – he would – I would say he was the best player coming out of high school football as a sophomore. Definitely going to be able to pick the school he wants to go to. Big shot out to Brown University. Willie Edwards doing his thing. If you got the grades and you could play some ball, check Willie out over there on Twitter. And we're going to – Bring in our next guest today. Made it up to the NFL ranks. You know, you say Buffalo Bills. Nate Turner played on the Carolina Panthers. If I'm not mistaken, played on two in two Super Bowls. But we're going to bring him in. But just to make it to that level is what an accomplishment. So we're going to bring him in right now. Let me get this music down out of here how you doing coach how's everything what's happening all right not bad not bad all right welcome to the show man thank you thank you very much i'm I'm actually honored that you know that you accepted our invitation you know not everybody does um buffalo bills carolina panthers man what that is an extraordinary uh career you had yeah it's uh Pretty uh, exceptional. When you're looking back on it, it is. At the time, you're just doing what you do. You know what I mean? And, and looking back on it now, I'm, I'm pretty proud of it. Oh, you know, um, you have to be. And I see the little Buffalo Bills helmet behind you. You run. Yeah. You're a product of Nebraska. You went, if I'm not mistaken, sixth round um, in uh, what was it? The 96 draft? 92. Nine, 92 draft. I'm sorry. Um, oh, yeah. I actually got it right here. Nine, 92 draft, you know. What did it mean at that time um, to get drafted into the NFL? You know what? At that, I mean, it's it's so much work, and you're working so hard to try to get to that point. You don't even know. When it happens, you almost, you're in awe of it yourself. You know what I mean? What, what people don't realize is, is that it's only, you I mean, 1% makes it to the NFL. You know what I mean? It's even less than that to make it to the NBA. You know, so it's an honor and a privilege to be part of that 1%. So now, and and some kids, you know, um, if their math is not good, you take 100 pennies out of a dollar, one of them pennies go to the NFL and to the NBA, it's even less than that. Now I'm a bring I'm a big Kwame Brown fan. Always been a Kwame Brown. I'm someone that don't think he was a bust. 
you know, to to make it to that level, I don't think you could call anybody a bust, you know, and no, I'm just people people aren't bust. I think that sometimes they're just missing a piece of the puzzle. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you got guys that uh that just are really not as team oriented as you would think. Because once you get to the NFL, you have to you have to lay your ego all the way down. You know, you have to lay your ego all the way down and become a team player completely. Well, that's something that um, a good friend of mine, Emerson Kilgore, you heard me mention him early on. He went to Syracuse University, and he mentioned how hot it was just to make it to that point. And I said, oh, so when you got to Syracuse, you was able to pull out the lawn chair and relax? And he said, oh, no. It got even hotter at that point. Yeah, every step, every step is worse. You know, what I mean, high school, you know, you're the greatest player, whatever. You get to college, and everybody's all American. I got to Nebraska, and everybody was all American. You know what I mean? So then you get now you have to set yourself apart from those guys. <laughs> you know, and then you get to the league, and then you, you become part of that machine, and you attempt to set your part, set yourself apart from those guys. It's it's just um, even watching them guys on TV and then you see them in real life and you don't realize what they do. Now, the game gets faster from high school to college, from college to the to the NFL, you know, and you really have to be on top of your game. A friend of mine, Willie Edwards, who's a coach at Brown University, you know, he said the foundation starts in fifth, sixth and seventh great laying your foundation by the time you get to high school you have to be all in right yeah, you have to be all in it's uh you know as long as you're uh, and that's sometimes that's what happens with kids sometimes the kid might not be a football mind you know he might be a great player but he he really doesn't study the game and really not a student of the game so the higher you go that really shows you know what i'm saying so if you're not a student of the game it ends up becoming a negative because there's a lot of film study and I don't know if people understand it, but it's a, it's a job. You know, you get there in the morning, you eat breakfast and you're in meetings and film all day until lunch, you know, and then after that, you might have one more meeting before practice. So it's a, it's, it's a job and it's a lot of film study. It's a lot of note taking. And, you know, somebody who can't do that is not going to survive. No, definitely. And, when when did you realize that you wanted to you know be a be a football coach you know what as my boys got old when my boys were old enough my oldest when he was old enough to play i knew that i wanted to coach and i knew that i wanted to you know make a difference in some kids lives you know because you know coming you know coming through high school and through college and through the pros i was blessed you know i mean i played for for Frank Linty at Mount Carmel High School, who's a Hall of Fame coach. I played for Tom Osborne, who's a Hall of Fame coach. You know, I played for Marv Levy in Buffalo, who's another Hall of Fame coach. So it's just, you know, you want to you want to give those lessons. You want to give those lessons and you want to have that type of impact on kids' life. So you was you was blessed to play for several Hall of Fame coaches and um that must mean a lot to you today. Yeah, that means everything, man. I tell you, it's not a not a decision that I make that I don't think about something either my father said or something one of my great coaches have said. 
I mean, yeah, no, that's that's definitely, and um, your family must be so proud of you, you know, when you made it to that to that level, and your community, you know, gets behind you, and um, you must be like a local hero. Yeah, I'm just, I'm just a kid from the South Side of Chicago, man. <laughs> you know what I mean? And I try to, I try to keep it that way. You know, I try to be as humble as possible. I mean, yeah, I've done some things, but you know. God blessed me to do those things. It wasn't all my doing, you know what I mean? So I can't really, I mean, I put in the work, but he gave me the opportunity to put in the work. Exactly. I mean? Exactly. I asked uh, one of our, our young bowlers the other day on uh, Moses Muse, you know, um, blessed young man. And I said, have you thought about college yet? Have you thought about what college you're going to go to? And he said, you know what? God's going to make that decision for me. He said, I don't even have to worry about that. Right. And I was very mature for a 15, 16 year old young man to actually um, to say that. Right. Yeah, no, no doubt. You know, you got, you know, and that ends up being a lot of the issues where you don't, you know, you start believing that you did it by yourself and nothing, none of this, nothing that happens on earth is by itself. You know what I mean? Somebody has put you in a situation and you need to give them 100% credit for it. Oh, yeah, you're absolutely right. Now, how do you separate dad from the coach? From When are you dad, when are you the coach? You know what? I'm dad at home, you know what I mean? And I'm coach on the field. So, I mean, even, you know, coaching both of my boys in youth football and both of them in high school, I, you know, I just – you always call me coach. And, and the one thing that I've always had an issue with is that, you know, you know having – doing what I've done, kids and parents, sometimes they seem to think that that my kid is going to get, you know, the upper hand because they, they don't have my lineage. You know what I'm saying? So, therefore, I have to make sure, you know, like both my sons are quarterbacks. My oldest one, who he was a quarterback when he was playing, and my youngest was a quarterback. And I just have to make sure I put them in a situation – where they're learning a lot and they're working hard and and they uh there is no question you know what I'm saying there's no question who the best quarterback is there's no so nobody can say well the only reason the only reason Tyler is doing this and that is because Nate's his dad you know and that happens a lot so you have to that was one thing I know I had to do is make sure they're prepared to handle you know criticism and make sure I'm prepared to have them prepared because I'm sure the criticism must come. Um, I know a, a kid, his great grandfather was in the NFL and they said, you have it easy because you're great. Great. He said, I didn't even know my great grandfather. Right, exactly, exactly. You know, you know, so how do you teach these kids to deal with that, to have thick skin? That's, that's not something that's easily taught. No, it's not. It's just, you know what? You just have to be honest with them. You know what I mean? You have to be honest. And just like I tell my boys, if you know you, you need to work. As long as you're playing this game, you have to work hard until you get a gold jacket. And the gold jacket will be NFL Hall of Fame. If you continue working, and then if, it, if it's cut short before that, you've worked as hard as you could. You know what I mean? Just work as hard as you can. And you always you, you can always get better. You can always learn. And as long as you have that attitude, it makes things easy. It makes things easy. Well, my good friend Emerson Kilgore tells me that 
success in football is playing any level after high school. Right. No, 100%. 100%. But, the, you know, the ability to – and it's a it's a huge market, and it's a lot of schools, and there are – you know, you can – you can go to school for free. And that's 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 making it to me. You know what I mean? You go to school for free and get yourself a degree. You know, I had a coach tell me, he said, uh, D1, D2, D3, you need to worry about degree. So, you know, the degree is, degree is the key. I like that you got to worry about the degree. The degree. Right. And the other thing, none of them degrees say first, second, Third no, degree like, diploma, first no division. Degree, right. The, a degree is a degree. You know, <laughs> what's important is that you graduate with, without debt. You know, you graduate and you do the best you can. And I think it's important, Um, a lot of kids that I mentor that are going on to college to explain to them that your goal is in, is in education. If the NFL comes along or if a career comes along, that's great. Don't that's a bonus. Saying. Your goal is to educate yourself and to get out of your situation that you're in. Right. I Especially, agree yeah, definitely. And where you, you come from, Chicago, which is a really rough place, no matter what side you're on. Um, I went to Chicago years ago, and the guy at the door said, "Don't go that way. Go right. that way." So I said, right. "I gotta go." With me, I go the way that I'm told not to go. <laughs> right. you, you know, but yeah, really, really um tough place. Um, so I'm sure you have to worry about getting your son to school, and also teaching him to to stay alive in these in some of these communities. Yeah, well, you know, you the, the ability to stay to manage your business and your ability to stay in your own lane is key. You know what I mean? It's not I mean. My sons don't sell drugs. They don't deal with drugs. So, therefore, that eliminates that out of it. You know what I mean? They're not dealing in any stolen marks, you know, stolen merchandise market. So, they're out of that. So, I mean, really, if, you, if you're if an athlete in Chicago and you seriously, are, you know, want to do better, all you do is practice and then you're too tired to do anything when you go home. You go home, go to bed, and you get up and do it again. You know, and you, and you do that until it's time to go to college. It makes now, it simple. Yeah, no, exactly. Now, Chicago is – you have a big football program in Chicago. I was looking on the Max Preps, and I was seeing pages and pages and pages of, um, of football teams. How many teams are actually in your divisions? You know what? In Chicago, they're probably – in the public league, they're probably 60 teams. And in the Catholic league, there's probably another 40 teams. You know, and then just and then the surrounding suburbs, it's it's you know another hundred teams, and that's just in like you know in one county in in you know Cook County. So I mean, it's it's a lot of teams, man. It's a lot of teams. It's a lot of uh, a lot of good teams. A lot of teams with some history. You know, uh, it's just a it's a tough it's a tough market, man. It's a tough market. It definitely is. I mean, when you said a private league, that's awesome. I'm in a small state like Rhode Island, and the privates are mixed in with the publics, and you can already imagine how unfair that can be. Right. You know, privates right. go on the different set of rules, and we have, for a small state, you could fit this in Lake Pontchartrain, like very small state, Rhode Island. Um, 
we have four Super Bowls. Right. Each division has their own Super Bowl. Is that similar to what Chicago does? Well, Chicago, we we deal with we have a, a city championship, but that's usually not as important as the state. You know, you want to win state, so we you know I think we have uh, eight different levels of uh, we have from one A to eight A. There are a bunch of teams in each. You know, the one A those are the smaller uh, the smaller enrollment schools, and all the way to eight A. And you know, we just roll like that and just. Uh, try to keep everything as fair as it can be. Loyola, that's a Chicago program, isn't it? It's, yes, a sub, suburban Chicago program. It's a big program. I pay attention. I love high school football. It, it's something that I have a, a passion for, and I study Max Preps very well. And and I actually I get upset when coaches don't take advantage of Max Preps because I say, you know, if you're not taking advantage of Max Preps, how are these other people going to notice your child and how's your kid going to make, you know, the region's top 25 list. If we're not updating the stats right. on max preps, does, uh, does Chicago use max preps? Cause I know some of the scholastic leagues don't, you know what? So, yeah, I think, I think we do. And it's, it's not as prevalent as you would think, but I think, yeah, we do. We use max preps. And I mean, it's a, I, it's a good, max preps is a good deal. Oh, I love Max Preps. Um, I like the science that they put it down. They put a lot of history into Max Preps. Um, yeah. D1, we have a common D1, D2, D3. doesn't matter as long as you get the degree well said exactly. You know, and, and that makes a, a lot of sense because a lot of these kids, you know, um, and I'm constantly telling kids, like, Go to school, man, because, you know, that's the only way you're going to get ahead a in life. Oh, no, I'm going to make this money on the streets. And it's like, that's that's a lie. If yeah. I can't tell the kids anything enough. And, you know, I came from a pretty rough inner city, nothing like Chicago. But, um, you know, so it's rough out there and, and, and it's all a lie. You know, so I try to tell these kids, you know, if you want to call yourself a G or an OG, you know, that's getting a graduate. That's graduating right. high school. Right. Let's get out of here. You know, it's and I couldn't preach that enough. Um, I like what a lot of these young guys do, you know, and do you think that some of these city schools should be bringing in some of these guys from the streets that prove themselves? Maybe guys that got in trouble years ago and they've been giving back over years and years. Should they be should football programs be bringing these guys in? Yeah, I think they should. You know what I mean? I mean some, sometimes you have it built in. You know, it's a built-in situation. You know, like my alma mater is Mount Carmel High School. So, you know, I go, I've go, gone back there and spoken. You know, some kids some kids that have made it from my son's, from Phillips High School, my son goes, they've come back and talked. So it's kind of a, a built-in situation. And usually if the coach is still there, the kid usually comes back and, you know, gives back to the program in some way, shape, or form. So your son plays your former school. Yeah, yeah. That must be um that must be bittersweet. Yeah, it's it's tough, man. You know, my my son goes to a smaller school. Phillips is a smaller school in enrollment. So they don't have the, you know, the numbers that, you know, uh a Loyola has. You know, Loyola's got, you know, uh hundred and seventy football players in the program, two hundred kids in the program. But we won't where we only have, you know, like Maybe 80. So, you know, that, that makes a difference over over the years. You know what I'm saying? 
Now, is your son's school, is that a public program? Yes, it's a public school. Now, I'm sure he had a choice. I'm sure you had offers to go to these nice private schools, you know, just probably being, you know, yeah. who you are. Yeah, it, yeah, it's different, though. You know, you get, you don't want to, uh, some people do it, but that's just the way I am with my children. I don't need to, I don't need, I don't want to baby my children. I don't want them to have a silver spoon in their mouth. I want them to earn everything they get, you know, and, and that's just the way I raised them. You know what I'm saying? I, I don't want to put them in a situation that's cushy because life isn't cushy. You know what I mean? Life isn't cushy and you need to fight for things. Sometimes you got to bleed for things. You know what I mean? You have to fight and claw for everything you, you, you have to earn, you know? So, and when you earn it, it's well earned instead of giving. I mean, that is like, that's the best way put, you know, and, and I go back to my friend Emerson who talks about, you know, he was in a public school and, and Bishop Hendrick in Rhode Island is, they just sent Quiddy Pay to Michigan. From there, Quiddy Pay is now um, in the NFL, went first round, um, first round, 21st pick. And he's probably going to be one of the most explosive rookies, but these private schools are sending these kids to public schools, but some people that made it from public schools like have a message. It's all in the body of work that you put right. in. Right. Yeah, no doubt. You put in the work and then it, it shows. You know, the film doesn't lie. The coach said the film doesn't lie. No, definitely. Film does yeah. not lie. And that's probably your best um, adversary is the film. You know, not adversary, but that's probably your best tool on uh, film work. Film work. 100%. Hundred percent. You know, if you do, if you play well, you play well. If you don't play, well, you know, and, uh, and that's what I think. This whole, uh, this whole seven on seven thing that's been happening across the country, it's you know, it's it's kind of cool. But then you're creating kids that don't tackle. You're creating, you know, quarterbacks that wait way too long in the pocket and end up, you know, getting sacked. It creates some uh, weird situations, but then you have kids that can play well without pads on because they know that, uh, you know real bullets aren't flying. And then when the real bullets start flying, and you put the you put on the armor, they're a different player. Right, you have groups like um, behind the pads. Um, he's going to come in tonight about nine o'clock, and um, Nadine Robinson. He's taking his kids to the. They're defending their title from last year, the NFL flag championship game. You actually see him in, in the background. And um, he calls it behind the pads because he said when the, when the pads come out, we put the pads on. Um, he, he says that it's a good way to keep these kids off the streets constantly oh, no, doing I get, something. I get that. Yeah, no, 100%. I get that. But if you're that kid, you're going to be off the street anyway. You know what I mean? <laughs> If yeah, you, no, definitely. If you're gonna be if you're gonna be working out and trying to be better, that's what you're gonna be doing. So it's you know, so yeah, it's like so it's it's great to get kids off the street, but the ones that the ones that are gonna be off the street anyway are the ones that want you know that, that aren't scared to be great. You know what I'm saying? The ones that wanna push themselves and the ones that wanna, you know, be better. No, you're absolutely right. And, you know, I was having a conversation the other day about, you know, we're going into our season and kids failed off last season, the COVID year, and they're being ineligible for football. And I said, should we give these kids, should we send them a lifeline? And someone said, well, they did have all summer, 
to to make it up and they still didn't do it and i'm like yeah but and they're like no i'm trying to fight for these kids so hard to like let's figure something out instead of just saying right. nope you're not eligible into next season what do you feel about well that's that's what a that's what a good coach and a good mentor does anyway you know what i mean because you're going to be on top of kids regardless of uh whether you're in the limelight or not. What was it, 18 months we went without anything, really? No football, no no team meetings, no, you know, people that were scared to do stuff. You know, my son being a quarterback, he wanted to throw the ball. Every now and again, we get some kids whose parents weren't scared, and they come over and he played. But I ended up getting him a, a, one of those nets to throw into, and he was throwing to the net, you know, by himself all day. I mean, that's, that's all you had, you know, and then school was, on, you know, uh, online. So you go to school online and then you go work out. So he couldn't wait for live play. Yeah, right. Exactly. You know, um, going into this season, do you think we gave these kids a, enough time to get their bodies ready? You know, some leagues only gave them the minimum of the 10 days that you're supposed to have on with pads and stuff. I'm seeing right. it all over the country. Um, right. Are we going to see kids, you know, getting hurt because not enough conditioning? I don't think, I don't think you're going to see kids getting hurt. What, what I've seen is kids not, you know, doing the basics. Like tackling has really suffered. Tackling has really suffered because, I mean, the last thing they've been able to do was you know, seven on seven this summer, and then the seven on seven, you know, before, you know, during, actually during COVID, we had some seven on seven. We had some people that went to Indiana because Indiana was a looser state as far as, you know, restrictions. So you could still have stuff indoors, you know, with masks. So we went to Indiana and did a lot of, in, you know, uh, indoor stuff. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, tackling, the stuff with the pads on really hurt a little bit. The blocking, the tackling, you know, the line, offensive line play, defensive line play. I, you know what? You're absolutely right because um, we had our um, – I was watching some games last week and it was the first live play. You know, we had a, a spring season, so um, they allowed that. But still, the most thing I noticed was poor tackling, right. you know, not, not squaring up with – with the defender, you know, I just right, noticed right. a lot of that, a lot of waggle problems, um, a lot of people lining up. Linemen too. I don't think we have enough linemen camps going on. We have all these seven on sevens, exactly. you know, what do we have for the linemen? Equal, it should be equal, equal linemen camps also. I mean, without the linemen, you can't play football for real. That is and the and one that's, position. And that's, and that's what we want to do. You know, without the fat guys, this, this whole thing doesn't go. <laughs> you know what I mean? The whole thing doesn't go without them. No, you're absolutely right. That is the one position that that we definitely need um, to play the game. Um, another thing, per, another thing that I think the game is suffering across the country is officiating. And is it? I wouldn't really say it's because of the officiating. I think it's because a lot of the it's an unthankful position. They get a lot of gripe from officials, from parents. How do we get more officials across the country? Because I'm hearing we're at a we're, we're really at a low for number of officiating 
throughout high school. You know, I think I think the issue the issues we have in Chicago is that on the youth level, the parents are so crazy that it doesn't even pay to be a ref. You know, the sixty bucks you make isn't even worth it to ref a game. You get you get guys that are waiting waiting in the parking lot for refs because they made a call. You know, I was taught I was taught that the ref is part of the game, good, bad, and different. They're just like the field. They are part of the game. There's no you can't coach against the refs. You can't coach, you know what I mean? So it is what it is. But these people nowadays, oh my God, they are incredible and they've and they've caused people to, you know, turn away from being reps. And it's it's happening everywhere. I can only imagine Chicago. Them refs don't want no smoke with any block. Zero <laughs> smoke, right. You know, and we always know Chicago, Chicago, everybody, you know, um, you know, it's always Chicago that gets mentioned, you know, because, you know, things are just Crazy. they're bad everywhere, but they're definitely right. um definitely right. really bad crazy. over right. over in Chicago. How does your son handle having coach and dad how does he separate the two you know what i think i mean i don't know being raised the way they were raised and you know football being such a big part of their lives they know what it is they know i'm on football field i'm coach at home i'm dad if i feel you know and i never i never coached them during a, a team situation you know, if, if I'm going to help my son, either one of them, I would help him. It would be after practice on our own time, you know, because I want to give equal, equal time to everybody. So during practice, I give equal, equal time to everybody. They're just lucky enough to have my time off time. Now, what would you tell, like, uh, students, you know, like your son that really are going through this process and are, and are serious about it, what to expect, the transition from high school to college or even from college to the pros? To trust the process. You know, work as hard as you can. Don't, you know, uh, you want to go to a school that wants you, not where you want to go. Like everybody wants to go to Notre Dame or Alabama, you know what I mean? But odds are, odds are you're not going to play there. <laughs> you know what I mean? Odds are, if if they're coming after you, you know there's an opportunity for you to play. And still, then, you know, uh, Alabama has the most transfers every year. Kids in the portal because mm. they get there and they think it's one thing, and it's really not. You know, so you need to go go to a school where you're going to be uh, loved and coached, and they want you. So that would be, I mean, D two, D three, NAIA. If you you know wherever your talent is gonna it's gonna end up being what it is anyway. A lot of kids I've seen kids go D one and then have to transfer out end up in an NAIA because that's that's their true talent level. You know what I mean? Like something slipped through the cracks and it didn't work out the way they thought. But as long as you, as long as you work hard and trust the process, you know everything will be fine. But it's the hard work part that's where people fail. You know, and and never read your own press clipping. You know, you never, you're never great. You're never great until you got you go to that. Uh, when you're great, you go to Canton, and they give you a jacket and you get a bust. That's when you can relax in this game. You know what I mean? Until then, 
you just have to work your ass off and study, you know, and school is part of it, you know. School is part of it because if you don't, if you start, you know, laxing up in any part of your life, that becomes cancer. So if you if you start taking it easy in class, you're going to start taking it easy in the sprints. You're going to start taking it easy on little things. So then you won't be the best player you can be. So it's best just to take the attitude of I'm going to work as hard as I can at everything I do. And life is life is gravy after that. Oh, you, you know, you have so much great, great advice. And, um, and I'm sure you learned it all by experience. Speaking of experience, can you tell us a Super Bowl story? Which one? See, Any, I mean, you you experienced it. Yeah, um, so you know what? It's it's surreal, and you really don't. It's uh, you know, you get to a certain point, you know. And I, I'm uh, as a rookie, when I first when I you know made the lineup where I'm getting some, I'm running some plays with the ones, and I'm looking around the huddle, and it's Jim Kelly and Andre Reed and you know Pete Metzler, just like guys I've, I've watched on TV for years. As a kid, you know what I mean? And here go, here go these guys. I'm I'm really with these guys. And, you know, and that's pretty amazing. That's pretty amazing, you know, deal for a kid. Because you, cause you're still a fan and you're still a kid, regardless of how old you are. You can just tell by the way uh, the numbers for the NFL network are. You know what I mean? People love football as a kid. And you love football and you love it as a man as a kid. I mean, I, I can only imagine. I know um, Cam Newton responded to a text message to me, well, like, you know, social media message, and I was so giddy just over, right. you know, a way to go, uh, you know, just the few words that he said. But I was like, I never – I've been a New England fan a long time Um, back when when they weren't that great, when they had right. the medal the metal benches, you know, and uh, right, right. so Tom Brady never even, you know, you can't get him to do anything like that. So for a quarterback of any NFL team, just to take a minute out, out of their day and respond to you, you know, it, I was, I was kind of giddy, but, um, all, Super Bowl. All, guys, all guys aren't the same. You know what I mean? I mean, some guys are a little more down to earth than others, like any other, like anything else. You got some guys that, that, you know, live in that, live in that bubble, you know, being arrogant. And, and then some guys just live normal lives, you know. And those are the guys that usually do, you know, really well for a long time. Jim Kelly seemed like a real um, down-to-earth person. 300, 300%. Jim was a great guy. Still a great guy. Still, still a great guy. Still I mean, when Look, he was – Kicked Kansas' ass twice. Yes, he still, did. Still a great guy, man. Tough, toughest dude I've ever seen. I mean, people don't realize he got uh, what's the coach's name? Joe Paterno recruited him to play linebacker at Penn State. Yeah, I mean Jim Kelly, and he, you know, you see him out of uniform, and it's like you know he just didn't look right. He didn't have that type of look, you know, like Doug Flutie was, was another guy, you know, similar that just didn't look the pot and, right. you know, great guy, great football it just, player. It just, it just goes to show you that the look means nothing. I mean, I played with Steve Tasker too, man. He, he looked like he was the paper boy, but you didn't want to line up in front of him. <laughs> you know? yeah. Now I seen on, on your social media on Donovan McNabb was on, was that Donovan Mc, McNabb standing there with, with a, with a young player? 
Oh, or was my, that random? With my, my, my both my boys. Yes. My okay. Kids. Yeah. Yep. And then I seen the old Patriots player guy Sam uh, Sam Cunningham. Right. Which right. was Randall's brother, I I believe. Yeah. Yes. This is older brother. Sam Bam Cunningham. Do you keep contact with with the Buffalo organization anymore, yeah, or any of your players? You know what? They we uh, we get together. We try to get together every year, early in the year. It's it's been tough with me because my boys play, but I try to get back. We went back for uh, the whole. The organization invited all of us back for Thurman's uh, Jersey retirement. It was a couple of years ago, but we try to get back. I keep in contact with all my guys, man. I keep in touch with Dre Reed and Thurman. I keep in touch with all of them. Shout out Thurman Tommy. He was like you couldn't really. He was like a machine. Yeah. That was a great era for Buffalo. Um, yeah. And it looks like they're creating some smoke now. A lot of people have them favored in the uh, the AFC East. Yeah, everything goes through Kansas City still until it doesn't. You know what I mean? So would I? Would it be, uh, I would say you're a Buffalo Bills fan? Yeah, yeah, I would say yeah. <laughs> but, you know, my boys being quarterbacks, I mean, and now Josh Allen is tough, man. He's tough. And then you know, uh, Patrick Mahomes. I'm a Kansas City fan. I'd say I'm a Kansas City fan first, then Buffalo after that. Well, there you go. I mean, I got to say, like, I always been a, a New England Patriot fan, but I always had a thing for the Redskins from the Mock Ripken days, Ot Monk, you know. That was, uh, that was some great era of football to, to come up yeah. in. You know, you see our monk out there doing doing his thing. You know, we had some great players, Bo Jackson. You know, we'll never see anything like that ever again. No, never, not like that. You know, what do you? What's your thoughts on uh, what Tom Brady's doing and this late in his career? And is it his body or his mind? I think it's both. I mean, he's figured it out. You know, he found obviously he's found a fountain of youth somewhere. He found it. His coach looks as young as him. Yeah, his trainer, so, right? So he's, you know, he's eating right and taking care of putting the right stuff in his body. And mentally, I know the game is slow for him because he knows so much football. He's seen everything. There's nothing you can throw at him that he hasn't seen. So, I mean, that makes it easy when you go into you go into a game with a uh, with a cheat sheet every week. You know, he's seen it, yeah. And that's what somebody said. They said it's not that the players are not intelligent. They said he's just seen so much and right. studied so much. Yeah, you so can't fool him. You, no matter how much you learn, he's still going to be, you know, uh, salute to him, man. Now that he's doing it, I see a lot more people that are like, that were Brady haters. And it was like, you know what? Do your thing, old man. Right. No, so you're a Brady hater, but you hope he comes to your team. You know what I mean? <laughs> Oh, everybody. I was like, every not. I don't think there's a team out there that if Tampa Bay called today, you know, unless they had somebody that was, uh, you know, established like a Patty Mahomes, you right, know. Right. Um, he was a beast in, in high school, Patrick Mahomes. He did, he dominated everything he'd done. Right. Basketball, baseball, and football. Yeah, I was reading the stats on his senior year, and it was just like unbelievable. It was breaking records every sport he touched for that yeah. last year, and he's having a lot of success right now. He's you know he ran he ran a couple quarterbacks out of uh, we went to Texas Tech, right? 
Oh well, yeah, I, I didn't really know that, but um, yeah, he ran. Uh, who did he run out of there? He ran. Uh, who? What's the kid for the Browns? Mayweather. I mean, um, Mayfield. Yeah, Mayfield was there. Yeah, Browns are making that push. Um, he is a great, great quarterback. I actually said a couple of years ago when I ate my words, I said, you know, he's kind of he's one of them mobile quarterbacks that that can get hurt very fast. Um. You know, because you're taking unnecessary risk, but he seems to be doing all right. He's, he's a different type of mobile quarterback. He's just like Patrick Mahomes. He's mobile, but he's mobile. He runs to throw. He doesn't run to run. So you got like uh, you got like a kid like Jackson. He runs to run. He doesn't run to throw. Mahomes, Mayfield, those guys run around to, to get guys open so they can throw. And so it's a totally different, different environment. Uh, tell me a little bit about your company. You still ha you have a wide receiver, Jim. You know what? I've sh I've shut it down during COVID. My my wide receiver academy. You know, and I've uh, you know, put some stuff together. Had a couple kids come through there that have gone on to do well. You know, and uh, it's just it's just about mentorship and about leading kids down the right path. You know what I mean? And that's what it's all about. I mean, the football stuff. And football is easy when you're coaching. If you you know, if you teach kids, if you teach young boys how to be men and you do it well, winning happens. Because, you know, they learn how to cross their T's and dot their I's. And the little things become important. And what they say, if you can trust somebody with the little things, you can really trust them with the big things. And, you know, everybody that I coach, you know, odds are they're going to be uh, a, a father and they're going to be a husband at some point in time. So you want to raise good fathers and husbands just to help society. You know what I mean? And football, yeah, definitely. Football is a tool to do that. Definitely. And um, I have a good friend, um, Wes Pennington, and we always talk about, matter of fact, let me give him a little shout out. He's having a free men's breakfast, uh, if you're going to be in Rhode Island, Saturday, September 11th at 10 a.m. You know, and we always talk about how we have um, too many fatherless homes. You know, I think I read three out of four homes, fatherless homes, you know, and um, when you talk about, you know, in a city, especially like Chicago, how are we going to get more of these kids involved in the right. football program, you know, um, create vocational, more vocational schooling, you know, because it's, we need, we need to get more kids in school and off the streets. hundred percent, hundred percent. And, you know, and sometimes you have a lot of, and I've seen this a lot lately. It's a lot of, a lot of single moms that are, you know, and the kid is pretty good and they're counting on this kid to pull her out the, pull her out the muck, you know what I mean? And it's, it's unfair to do that to a kid. It's unfair to put that type of pressure on a kid, you know, as far as family success. And, you know, it's tough, man. You can't do that. So, you know, I try to I try to tell people what, you know, the real numbers, the real numbers are 1%. That's the real number. The real number is your odds are better winning winning the lotto than getting to the NFL. That's, that's the truth. The, the odds are... The odds are better for you becoming a doctor or a lawyer than going to the NFL. And you're better off being realistic with these kids and right. let them know, right. you the know, truth. and the yeah, truth. and some of these kids are just not it. Um, 
Because I talked to D1, you know, my buddy, uh, my friend's kid, Xavier Truss, is down there at Georgia. And, you know, he says, you know, he's probably at what they call Rankers now, you know, study hall. He was like, I could go to Rankers. And I asked his dad, what's Rankers? And he, and he said, that's study hall. But um, And it's 7, 8 o'clock at night, and they're in study hall. It's a job, man. That's because football is a job. So, you know, when you're in college, you go to class all morning, right? And then you go to lunch, and then you might hit a little class, and then you got meetings. Then you got meetings, then you have practice, then you have to, you know, go take care of you, you got to take a shower and ice up. Now it's time to do your homework. So you got to go to study hall. And and the problem is, is that, you know, on a college campus, if you were to go back to the dorms after practice, those kids have done their homework already. They did the homework while you was at practice. Now they're ready to party. So you, your best thing would be to stay at study hall, get your studying in, and then take your tired ass to bed. You know what I mean? And start over the next day. That's just so we can just like you did when you was in high school. Because it's, it's the same way. The only way to survive is by being on top of your game. No, you're absolutely right. So we could check Tyler's next game out, I think, at, at Weston House, September 11th. Yes. And then he has a game versus Taft, September 17th. Yes. Them games get live streamed. Um, If maybe there might be some future, some recruiters out there. Was he a junior still, right? No, he's a senior. He's a senior this year. Oh, okay. He's a senior. So, yeah, Um, I know NFHS does a lot of live stream. Um, We have fans only down down this area, Ronnie's platform. Will them games be on um, on the internet? You know what? I don't think until until later on in the year they won't be on the internet until later on in the year. Definitely, man. But um, I really appreciate you coming on. On Tyler's welcome to come on anytime. All right, cool. You well, know, um, they try to get ready for this week. So. Oh yeah, yeah. I noticed they had a rough. Uh, they had a rough game last week, right? Yeah, it was rough. It was rough. And and I can you must have been that was against your uh your team yeah. so it must yeah, have been a tough was. ride home. Yeah, it was alright. You know what? He played well, and uh, we had some stuff they need to figure out to get you know to get back on track. My guy Wesley Pennington, he's the coach. Um, I was just telling you about that. Have the Rally Point Ministries get them grades exactly because you need them grades. You know, um, if you have them grades. And you can play football. The recruiters are out there. They're definitely, definitely. They're definitely out there. But thank you. Any anything else that you want to add? Maybe something that I didn't cover. Um, I tried to write down everything I wanted to ask you. You know, on not not every day, you know, in NFL, you know, former player comes on, and not only that, you give your life to seems to coaching like many of these guys. So I want to give you like uh, right. like Noriega says, I want to give you your flowers now. Right. Now I think that uh, just I think people need to hear this, and people need to be a hundred percent realistic with talent levels of your children. You know what I mean? And that ends up being that ends up being the issue, and that ends up being you know a bunch of coaches that get beat up about you not doing you not you didn't get my son into University of Illinois or you didn't get my son into you know so I think that a lot of these parents should do their own due diligence and you know send film out talk to coaches call universities call coaching staff you know and do do that yourself so that and then they will tell you the truth you know what I mean they will tell you the truth because they don't want to waste their time they don't want to waste your time 
So they'll tell you, you know, if they feel that your kid is, you know, just be honest with a coach and ask them, where do you think my son can, uh, where does he fit in? Does he fit in your program? Does he fit in a lower level program? What do you, what do you honestly feel? And that, that way, you know, nobody's blowing smoke up anybody's ass and kids aren't hearing Alabama, LSU at home. And, you know, that's, that becomes the dream when that really shouldn't be the dream. You know what I mean? And it ends up messing the kid up. It'll ruin the kid's love for the game. I've seen that happen. Oh, you're absolutely right. The recruiting starts at home. Um, right. My guys over at Voice Sports, you know, Wayne Matthews, he talks about that, you know, um, representing you consistently. The recruiting starts at home. The parents have to get involved now. Right. If not, you know, you're not going to like the outcome later because, you know, there's, you know, there's – it just ends nowhere, you know. Like every, um, everybody, everybody feels like they kid. You know, it's everybody's dream for their son to play at Notre Dame or play in the Sugar Bowl. You know what I mean? But the reality is that that's not going to happen for a lot of kids. It's not. And you know the type of work that you had to put in to get there. And right. um, my guy Emerson says the type of work he had to put in to get to Syracuse. And, right. you know, like a lot of NFL players, you know, so salute to you. Um, you're always welcome. Nate Turner, Nebraska Cornhuskers, went to the Buffalo Bills, Super Bowls, went on to play the Carolina Panthers. You were involved with rugby, coaching. You know, you did a lot. You you definitely um, deserve your followers. Thank you very much. Um, and tell Tyler he's definitely welcome anytime. Even all his captains, if the coaches – any coaches in Chicago, I'll tell you right now, any coaches in Chicago that want to bring their captains on, I can have up to 10 guests at the same time. Okay. You know, so extend that offer and um, just have them reach me. I Every night I'm on, you know, basically around 8, 9 o'clock. And um, yeah. definitely I would love to have the captains come on from any team, any coach, any coach that wants to promote their program. Okay, awesome. All right, thank you. We appreciate it. Nate Turner. No problem. My guy. All right, have a good day. All right, take a night. Bye. Nate Turner played for the Buffalo Bills, played in Super Bowls, talked about Jim Kelly. You know, we're going to have Coach Nod coming up next. Coach Nod bringing his boys behind the pads, bringing them to San Diego. So Coach Nod will be in in a few minutes. Um. Maybe he's watching. He could hit that link whenever he's ready. Um, shout out Coach Wes Pennington, getting them boys ready for a game that's going to be on Fans Only Sports. Ha-ha. West Warwick Wizards, man. I got to say, they looked pretty good the other day, and I know it was just an injury fun game, but West Warwick looked, looked pretty good. Um Quarterbacks were slinging the ball. West is doing a great job. West Warwick hasn't seen that kind of chemistry in a while. So definitely uh, shout out to West Warwick Wizards, what they're doing. I heard they have a very good youth program doing that thing. Um, so coming up next, behind the pad. So um, give us a minute. We'll get him up in here and uh let me get you a little bit of 
Let me get you something to watch. But this is a great time just to, you know, everybody that really helps us out with the podcast. Um, you know, definitely thank you to Ronnie Roberts, what he does. I have his little piece right here. Ronnie Roberts, you know, information on over 3,000 schools, over 30,000 coaches in his platform. And this is something that's very important. The only way to stand is together. Rally Point Ministries. Free men's breakfast. I mean, it's it's free. And it's breakfast. And there's going to be a great pastor there. Pastor Frank. Ready? I hope I said that right. On Saturday, September 11th, 10 a.m. We're definitely going to have to get West up in here i'll bait him with that and we'll talk some football but don't let him know it's going to be at sacred exchange fellowship 75 division street warwick rhode island so we'll get wes up in here soon and we'll talk to him about rally point and we'll bait him right we'll bring him in to talk rally point and we'll switch to a little west warwick football so shout out to west pennington um definitely if you're going to be around Go check that out. Uh, watch this quick little video of Tyler Turner, Nate Turner's son. Ball.
That's what's up, man. Uh, that's the kid, Tyler Turner, out of Chicago, plays for Phillips High School. Son of Nate Turner, went to the NFL, 1992, sixth-round pick, played for Nebraska Cornhuskies. Nate does a lot for high school football, always give it back. But definitely get out to the free men's breakfast Saturday, September 11th at 10 a.m. In fact, before Coach Nod comes in, we're going to bring Wes Pennington in real quick and talk a little bit about this. Coach, what's going on? What's happening, man? All right. You know, I, I told people, you know, I said, let's get him in here real quick to talk a little bit about this rally point since it, it's coming up. How you doing? I'm doing well, man. I really appreciate you uh, advertising the three men's breakfast uh, this Saturday, September 11th at 10 o'clock. You know, um, we're going to get some food for our, for our soul and some food for our spirit, you know, and it's going to let guys know that they're not alone and, you know, we can do this together, be the better men that we're all called to be. And you're definitely a, a great man for that. I was telling um, I was telling Nate Turner, which played for the, the Buffalo Bills, the Carolina Panthers, you know, I told him about you, Emerson, and what you guys do for the community, you know, and these kids. Amen. Amen. No, I, I was listening a little bit to your, to your, uh, to your broadcast, and uh, yeah, Nate Turner, good man, you know. But I really want to encourage guys, if you're listening, out there and you know you have some free time saturday morning even you know make some free time it's worth you making free time to attend this you you won't regret it Oh, sorry about that. Before I let yeah. you go, um, Coach, you got a big game coming up this week. Um, you want to tell us a little bit about that? Yeah, we got we got Cranston West. I mean, great program, great coaching staff over there, and you know we're just excited to to get out there and go to their place on Friday night and hopefully play a good game. You know, uh, be competitive and get after it. And let the chips fall where they may. See what happens. You know, but um, but we're excited to play. You know, kids are excited. You know, the programs are live and kicking and, you know, everybody's um, excited about what's going on in West Warwick. So, you know, we're just ready to go play football. All right. Definitely, man. Thank you, Coach. I appreciate it. Um, We'll talk to you soon. All right. I appreciate you, man. Thank you for the advertisement. Definitely. Definitely get out to see the Rally Point Free Men's Breakfast. You know, we're going to bring our guy in. Look. Look at these dudes. This is the BTP, original BTP in the house. BTP, definitely support behind the pads, man. Coach Nod, my guy, <laughs> always getting it done. What's good? What's up, Coach? How you doing, Mike? How's everything? Ah, uh, you know, ain't doing slow motion better than no motion. You know what I mean? Just rocking this football thing, you know, September 10th. It all starts, you know. Forget what you did last week. You know, it's about this week, man. Listen, you're defending an NFL flag championship, man, with these guys that I have in my background. How does that feel? Yeah, it's an amazing, man, amazing feeling. Amazing feeling, man, to see this group of kids do what they've been doing because it's like they just last – they did it last year. They showed their dominance. They were nationally ranked. And to come back this year, same crew, 
up upper age level, but the same crew just just continued dominance, man. These guys went down to Atlanta. They beat a, a very good Miami team in Atlanta to win that tournament. They played Miami in the championship. And I don't know about you, my brother, but when a lot of teams from up north travel down south and they play, and you hear them playing teams like Miami or Jacksonville, any team from Florida in the championship, Rhode Island usually don't end up on the good side of that stick, you know? <laughs> no, Rhode Island don't. And um, <laughs> even when we go down as far as Maryland, we have trouble, you we know? Have, yeah, bro. Yeah. So to hear these kids go to Atlanta, man, and then beat Miami in the chip to go four, they went 5-0 and oh that tournament. These guys are supposed to be on this on thing with us i sent them the link but yeah you know, some of them are, are here i'm gonna bring them in we have antonio here nation um yeah, nation's yeah, in the house I'm, I'm i'm gonna bring them up in um just just a second you know but i wanted to let people and um people know you know that you have a fundraiser yes sir and we have it right here and um tell people how to get if they want to donate well um and people that want to donate please inbox me on facebook or they can inbox BTP. You can go to Behind the Pads on Facebook. Behind the Pads BTP on Facebook. You can inbox us. Um, then we can shoot you out the link because we tried to go a little professional this time with our fundraiser. It's oh, a decent okay. little website. Decent little website that um that we linked up with and um has has little quirks and stuff that you can do because like you can donate and then you can ask a big major company to match your donation. So that's pretty dope. That's a that's a pretty nice website, man. So definitely, man, as far as like uh, any form of donation, because, again, we are a nonprofit um, and this is something we do. No, I hate to say it like this, but behind the pads is a travel club. It's something that you create out of your backyard. You just have to be in touch with the kids in your community to pick up the talent because you got to understand where where travel. We go to tournaments. So it's not a season. It's not a season where we can instruct the kids and teach them. We're, we're going right to tournaments. That's the big time. So there's no instructions. So we got to grab the kids that we get that qualify and then we train them to make them even better than what they are. So it's not really instructional, man. It's the best of the best that we take to travel, man. So definitely salute to these kids, man. And so any corporations out there that definitely want to get behind the pads and push these guys to San Diego, it's more than welcome. It's a good cause. You know, like you worked very hard during COVID. You and a lot. Um, you know, I'm always shouting out. Here's the link. Actually, one of your 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 kids put that link. But you could definitely inbox Coach Coach Nod. Um, let me let me bring in some of you guys. Here we go. I'll get them all up in here. And um, hey, what's up, T? That that's one of the that's one of the co-founders, Tanita. Yeah, or that might be her, uh, her husband, Coach Harold, man. He does I'm a lot. Always shot, and you and her went out, you know. And I actually say, like, you know, and I've been screaming when you was on here before. When you guys gonna gonna get your opportunity, you know? And I see you on the sideline at, at Bishop Hendrickson, so you know you're definitely doing your things. And I think Coach Perry will be will definitely. Um, he's you know, Coach Pennington already said reach out to uh, him and. And he'll put them right on the staff. Facts, facts, facts. That's my guy, man. It's um, it's an all, it's awesome thing that we're doing. Him being over there at LaSalle, me being at Handy. It's just our way of trying to, you know, um, give our community options. 
definitely give our community options, you know, because being in a, being in the inner city, we being from the inner city, we don't the kid, we don't have a lot of options. Mike, you know how it was growing up. We didn't have options, man. It was either, you know, we, we still don't. Out, we still don't have out. Yeah, exactly. You know what <laughs> we I mean? Still so, don't. so, so to give these kids options and, and, and another place to play, man, is something that that we pride ourselves in and we strive for. Well, I was talking about that when Nate Turner played on uh, several Super Bowls he was on before you guys came on. He played for the Buffalo Bills. Um, his son plays for Inner City in Chicago. And we were talking about how do we get more kids off the streets and onto these programs like yours and, and other seven-on-sevens and even the high school. Yeah, that's definitely what we got to do. Got, got to get, you know what I mean, uh, um, options, man. Options. Jada Kiss said it, man. Options are a beautiful thing. I thought you was a um, – I can't even think of that name anymore. I thought you ran with Dipset. No. <laughs> <laughs> I'm old school. But we have a couple – who's on Who's on here? Tanita, what's up, sis? Maybe – uh, She said I might. Can you hear me? Yeah, we can hear you. What's up, sis? That's one of the co-founders, Mike. Yeah, All right. Tell us what you do with BTP and, and how it's important in your life. Um, well, I'm a team mom, and I've been helping coordinate this fundraiser for the kids. Um, it's important because, obviously, my husband's a coach, and I have a son that plays on the team. Um, and I also coach inner city youth. Um, I'm a cheerleading coach for the Mount Hope Cowboys. I just think it's really important to give back to your community. Exactly, man. Shout out to you for doing what you do. You know, definitely for a lot of these kids, especially on, on the South. You know what I mean? When when we're talking Providence, you know, a lot of these inner city kids, they got they got nowhere to go. There's no more community centers like back in the day. You had all the rec centers used to be open. You know, um, they just they got nowhere to go and they have no mentors. So shout out to what Herlin's doing and what Miss Perry's doing and what Coach Nod's doing. And I'm sure you have many other people that you would love to thank and, and bless. And I think we have – hang on, we got someone else joining you. Here we go, hurling himself, hey, man. Shout hey, out to the man. What's Turn your going mic on? on. Turn your mic on. What's going on, guys? <laughs> All right. We were just talking to Miss Perry about what BTP means to her. What's it mean to you? What does BTP mean to me? It's just a lot. It means. It means a lot, giving the kids a lot of uh, exposure and uh, camaraderie and brotherhood and uh, really getting to travel together to places where they usually want to get to travel to. So. Now, who else is on here? Antonio's on here. You could introduce him on the co coach, not um. Hey, Antonio. Turn your mic on, Antonio. They sure turn your mic on. I'm trying to raise these funds. Y'all can't be quiet with mics on. Right, trying to make this money. Trying to make this money. Antonio. It's money to make money. Yeah. I see y'all. Hey, Mike, there's one of our players right there, Antonio. What's up, Antonio, man? How you like playing for these two great coaches, man? Coach Nod doing his thing. Coach Herlin. Ben doing his thing. Emerson shows him love. Coach Willie Edwards shows him love. 
it's been it's been a it's been a fun time playing with <laughs> Coach Cheryl and Coach Na. Um, I've definitely learned a lot playing with playing with them. Um, and most likely got out of my comfort zone from Coach Cheryl yelling at me most of the times about being a mama's boy. <laughs> um, Shout but, out to him. But it's been fun playing with. Um, a lot of them, and especially growing up brotherhood with all of them, it's been uh, it's been a fun time, especially playing with all of them. What does it mean to you going to defend your guys' title in San Diego at the NFL Flag Championship game? It's gonna mean a lot to us if we can actually win that. I think as a team, going down all the way to the West Coast and winning something. Especially that we won Atlanta and down south we won that. I think that boosted our mentalities a lot more. And I think now that we have one of our players being able to come back, hopefully for LA, I think um, our mentality is going to be uh, show what the nation, what we have, and what we can do. So listen, corporations, they need sponsorship, man. Hook them. Oh, maybe we can get a nice airline, fly you guys right over there. You know what I mean? But they need sponsorship. Definitely donate to them. Reach out to Coach Nod, Coach Herlin, Miss Perry. I'll put all their names in later, man. Um, Nashan, what's good? I'll mute your mic. How you doing? All right. How do you like playing for behind the pads? It's fun. I, lo- I love the coaches. I love the players, too. What's one thing that um do you get yelled at a lot too? Yeah. <laughs> they breaking you boys, you know, but they're teaching you what what are you learning from from all this? I'm learning a lot. How to be a better player and a better man. How to be a better man. That's it. Do you want to go on to college? Yeah. Coach Nod, you do a college tour as well? Tell, tell them, Nashawn, where you been? Um, I've been to um, the University of Georgia. UGA. Xavier Trust, see the big boy, Xbox over there. And I gotta um I have to give that total credit because this is a this is a group effort. My BTP, the, the people that the adults that run it, um, me, me, myself, Coach Herlin Perry, his wife, and my wife, Rosemary O'Connor. If it, like the four of us kind of spearhead this whole thing. So, you know, and it was his, you no, know, it was his idea to add the college tour to what we do, man. And it was brilliant, brilliant idea. It sets us up because there's a lot of travel teams out here. There's a lot of travel clubs all over the country, but we really feel what makes us different is the above is not just the football, not just the sport. It's what we do off the field. What we, you know, you know what I mean. And to be able to, hey man, he took them kids. Coach Herlin took them kids down to Atlanta. They 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 visited University of Georgia Saturday, and then went and won the tournament on Sunday. You can't tell me that that visit didn't play a role in their mentality going into winning that tournament. And then they come back and they play Boston right after Atlanta. Yeah, we go to Boston and spank her. <laughs> and you didn't have to do that. <laughs> now, yo, man, that's Coach Harold, man. He has um that that group of kids, him and that group, they've been together for a while. 
for at least two or three years now, and they 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 got a real mesh, real camaraderie that's like it's on a national level, man. It's really on a national level what Hurl's doing with those kids, man. So that's my brother, man. I salute him. And like I said, 2022, we're raising money to go to LA, take this group to LA, but we're also um we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna make BTP bigger. We want a 10U team, a 12U team, a 14U team. You know, we got the high school division because we just came off of that breakthrough. And we also want to put a girls team together. Definitely oh, want to get the, get the young ladies out there. Behind the pads, 401 can ball. That's for sure. Definitely. Make sure every up. Oh, we lost one. We got her back. Miss Perry, she back. <laughs> so anything else, I'm um. Uh, sometimes the links just fall off. So you can actually inbox any of the coaches um, or you can make a donation on there. We have a page that's being shared around. Um, I had it up here a second ago. Let me see if I can get back to it one second. And actually we have the link right here. So if somebody wants to, there's the link if somebody wants to make a donation and we actually have, the page that you can go on Coach Nod's Facebook page or Coach Perry or Miss Perry or any of the behind the pads uh, spokespersons or, or parents. Definitely, man. Appreciate you, Mike, man. Yeah. You're dope, bro. Keep doing what you're doing, man. Oh, yeah. Nah, do your thing and uh, get down to San Diego. And I definitely want to get you on. Um, I got another sports network out of, out of Maryland. You know, so maybe we can get you over there talking about what behind the pads doing, and maybe you can get it behind the pads going in other states as as well. Whoa! <laughs> yeah, we got we work on this one first, but yeah, that that's brilliant. That's brilliant. You missed my show last night. I had um, voice sports. We had youth reporters from all over the country. Ohio. We had Indy, um, Maryland, New York, Pennsylvania, uh, Tennessee. So we're getting all these kids and our kids recognized and their kids recognized. You know, we we had Nate turn around a little while ago, former Buffalo Bills, went to the Super Bowl. You know, we're doing we're trying to motivate these kids, but it's tough. Yeah, it's tough. It's tough. It's tough. But the ones that want it, man, the ones that want it will come out. That That's uh, again, I think that's why we do this tournament thing, because you just can't. Again, it's not instructional. This is not instructional. You know, we, we would love to take every kid we could possibly take. But to some of these tournaments, it's not an instructional thing. You understand? So we're really trying to put when you travel and play out of state on a national level, you have to put your best foot forward. So you really have to come to ball. Yes. 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 And that um that young man, Nation, we just got finished speaking to. He's one of them, bro. He is. uh He's a special breed, man. He's. Definitely top one of the top receivers in the state as a freshman. Harold like just joined the conversation too. We got an, another player right down here at the bottom. Harold, so you can tell you might go, Harold. Tell you might go, Harold. Harold, Harold's the QB man. He's the QB, the all around. I call him the, I call him Showtime, man. That kid when he gets the ball in open field on a flag field, man, that boy gets loose. I mean, so, he gets loose. Breakthrough must have gave you guys some good experience. 
Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Can't be can't knock breakthrough, but um, what we've been doing, we've been doing a lot longer than that. <laughs> oh no, yeah, definitely, no, no yeah. doubt. But playing that that open space environment, you know, no pads, um, it must be great practice because it's high speed, high tempo. Definitely, it definitely gets us ready to travel. It gets us ready to travel. Um, but one of the thing, one of the things we like to say about BTP is um, we're not local. There's nothing about us that's local. <laughs> Just a word. <laughs> nothing about us. You is local. local. You said we not local. We local. <laughs> Definitely. Well, we just wait for Hurl to turn his his mic on. Maybe we can chat with the quarterback a little bit. Hurl and a lot of people show you love. Emerson Kilgore, Willie Edwards. Um, your name resonates in in Rhode Island football, whether it's youth, high school level. Talking to you, Sid. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, man. Um, I've been doing this for a while, you know, and it's really um. It's really all about the kids, so um, putting in the hard work, the effort, teaching them how to play the game the right way, how to be good on and off the field. Uh, always tell them the uh, definition of characters, what you do when no one's looking. So definitely trying to teach these guys the right way. So Because someone's always looking. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Even when you think they're not looking, they always looking. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and we all know the the hate goes around the room, but we, we just can't allow that to happen. You know, we have to promote Rhode Island football as a whole, and we have to do this together, you know, and, and check our egos at the door or something. They have their own head, too. Yeah. yeah. So, so, um, Hurl, you got your mic off yet? He can't. He can't figure it out. <laughs> it's that little microphone. You, pr I can't. I don't think I could shut his mic off from this end. I mean, it's getting high tech here, but not that much. People are sleeping on people are sleeping on classical, huh? <laughs> you know. <laughs> Yep, I think he just – let me see if he uh, – Oh, he left. He's probably coming back. All right, yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe Sometimes that, that also happens. You know, there's going to be some great high school football this year. Oh, yeah, man. Insane. That, You're um, getting ready to take a trip to I Iona? Yeah, Saturday morning. Saturday morning. But to watch that – um, I watched that LaSalle Hendrickson Froshmore game that my brother – my brother Harold coach coaches that Frostmore team. That I was that was pretty interesting, man. That was pretty interesting. Uh LaSalle's Frostmore have they've won the spring and and the fall. Pretty interesting, man. Yeah, um congratulations to you, Hurl, and to being on that LaSalle squad. And that's gonna be um a great rivalry. You on LaSalle, Coach Nod over there. Now you're fighting for chips, because you know the chips are falling somewhere. You gotta shut your mic off now. <laughs> he lit up for that one. what I gather, but you know, the last few seasons we've been banging heads on the sideline, and what makes it more interesting is you got Hurling at LaSalle, when you got Nation at Hendrickson. So, them guys are used to going 
side by side with each other, hurling to Nation. Now they was going against each other. So that was different the first time in their career that they went against each other. So Man, that was smooth. Coach Willie Edwards said when Coach Nod gets a hold of them wide receivers. <laughs> Listen, man, I, I learned everything for that. What was that, Coach? Good look at man. I, hey, Mike, I got everything. I learned everything from that brother, Herlin Perry, man. He taught me how to do this. Taught me how to do this eight years ago. But one for him, I wouldn't be where I'm at right now. That's real rap. That's my shout guy. Out to, shout out to all you guys. Shout out to you, um, you know, Herwin. Shout out to my guy, Mike Murray, what he does in the community. You know, there's so many great – I can go on and on. Um, but And I show you guys love because you guys are not really even, like, 401. Like, you know, I mean, you are 401 now, but you came from outside the box and you – and you fight for these kids like you be ready to scrap sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> just, the, just, the, just the block I come from, Mike. I'm sorry. You'll be like, yo, nah, it's crazy. Nah, man, I'm just from New Jersey, man. I'm sorry. I guess we just different in Jersey, man. And, and I, I will always be Jersey till I die, man. And, and when, when the wrong is wrong and right is right and – I'm I'm gonna stand my whether the whole I'm gonna stand my ground whether the whole world's against me or not. My and guy I'm, out there in Jersey, pace one. You know the outsiders. You yeah. know um, they still salty over Eminem leaving them on the sidewalk. <laughs> <laughs> they saying yeah, now Eminem sold their style, but um, I don't know. I don't know. Shout out definitely to um, shout out to underground hip hop, definitely uh. Hey, Little Hurl, did you fix your mic yet, Little Hurl? Let's Turn see. Your mic um, on, yep, he has to. Let me see if I could send him a private chat. Yeah, Hang on. Well, we definitely, um, definitely appreciate you, Mike, for having us on, man. Definitely the kids, the coaches, the moms. That was awesome. Uh -oh. You were always invited. You already know anytime you got anything you want to promote. Um, let me try pulling them out and I'll put them back in. Anytime you have anything you want to promote, you already know we're here for you. I'm gonna put your flyer up on on the website. I'm constantly gonna gonna talk about behind the pads like I have been, you know, because I appreciate what you're doing. And if any corporations out there kick in, you know what I mean. You know, you got two pockets. Reach in one of them, pull out a checkbook, and write that behind the pads. I forgot to send you the flyer for our poker tournament. Uh, we got a poker tournament at um, Sky Skyline at Water Place, that club across the street from Providence Place Mall. Yeah, we got a we got a poker tournament going on there. It's gonna be awesome, man. It's a free poker tournament. Just come in. You ain't got to just come in. It's a fundraiser. It's a fundraiser poker tournament. Just come in, sit down and play. There's prizes for first, second, and third places. Just no, you have to no initial buy-in. Just come, sit down, play, enjoy the food. Football will be on. Um, this is going to be a really good time. Uh, we'll try to do two events, but the first poke, the po the first behind the pads poker fundraiser is September nineteenth. September nineteenth, four o'clock at Water at Skyline Water Place. 
Skyline right. at Water Place. That's right down. across from Providence Place Mall. For the ones yep. that don't get to the city much. Fans only sports that reach out to them, they could live stream it and put a um a donation bar where people can just donate live on the stream. What stream? That's awesome. Awesome. Fans only. Ronnie Ronnie Roberts runs that. Um I yeah, can put you awesome. in I can put you in touch with, with him. Um they have the Cranston West West Warwick games gonna be live. The podcast is on there. This will be on the app as well. Um, yeah, technology, man. We step, you know, Rhode Island is leading the country in live streaming youth sports. Well, listen, hopefully, let's see, we leave, we leave February 3rd. We leave February 3rd. Um, we play February 6th. February 5th is our first round robin game. So hopefully we can go, we can get on February 5th is a Saturday night. Hopefully we can come back on here and we will talk to you from the Airbnb, right from the tournament, bro. Right from Los Angeles, man. That'll be crazy. Yo, that would be crazy. And um, you you already know, I already told you, you called me at lunch break, said we got to talk about something. If you're not drawing plays up in the buildings. <laughs> Shout out yeah. to what you, Coach Nod. Shout out to Coach Herlin. Shout out to Miss Perry. Shout out to all behind the pads. Oh, and a big shout out to the original behind the pads. I don't want to forget nobody. Definitely. All right, definitely. Coach Nod. Thank you. And um, yeah, definitely inbox Thank Coach you. Nod if you want to sponsor. Oh, you're so welcome, man. You're always you. welcome on. Yo, you're welcome, man. Definitely, definitely. Um. You're putting on for Rhode Island. You just have to come back with that championship again so you can defend it for a third time. Definitely, definitely. Sure. We get these boys through their high school seasons, and then we off, we off to L.A., man. We off and, to L.A. And good luck to you and Herlin. I don't know who to root for now coming down to the LaSalle-Hendricken game. Who's going to – I don't know. Central's looking pretty spicy right now. So, um, yeah, I ain't counting Coach Walsh out. Um, but the rest of the division, is, the rest of it is looking kind of small this season. Yeah, yeah I'm just yeah. saying. But we'll be talking. We'll be talking again soon, Mike. I appreciate you, brother. Definitely. Thank you, everybody. Appreciate it. You. Behind Thank the you. pads, man. Coach Nod in the house. Coach Herlin, you know, doing his thing. I did not even know Coach Herlin was over there at LaSalle. So definitely inbox Coach Nod. You know, I will put his. I'll tag him when I push this video out in, in a little bit. Um, I want to thank the people that are always helping me out. r and Elite Recruits, information on over 3,000 schools. And listen, if you want to promote the podcast, definitely you can promote your brand on here. Shout out to my guy, Emerson Kilgore. No one's doing it like 401 Strength and Fitness. And my guy, Wes Pennington, listen. For the guys, free men's breakfast, Saturday, September 11th at 10 a.m. Get food for the soul and the body. That's what's up. Because we got to do more to keep these kids off these streets. You nervous with butterflies in your stomach. Don't try to intimidate me. You couldn't scare me with lip. I'm spontaneous, small, dangerous, fancy, and quick. My trainer told me to work. He ain't prepared me to quit. I'm the only captain who's sailing the championship. championship. I gotta hold down the city, city, city.